You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Hope Against Hope Paul helped others to embrace hope. The apostle to non-Jewish nations wrote that as we persevere, we are equipped to hope through A, the scriptures, and B, God's direct impartation. We find this in Romans 15, verse 4 and 13. These are two ways our hope anticipation can be strengthened. They are like streams of enabling favor from which we are to drink. We can pray for the Spirit's effective influence, and we can purpose to positively approach and meditate on the Scriptures. We can choose to consider their content as a primary means to increase the vibrancy of our hope expectation. Why? Because according to Romans 15.4, whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. This holy expectation does not come through isolated, cherry-picked proof texts. For God's children, the whole sweep of scripture tends in hope's direction. Through perseverance and the encouragement that proceeds from the whole counsel of God, we get the opportunity to be those who possess a godly expectation. Biblically inspired hope is a holy anticipation that honors Father in a way that is worthy of His goodness. After all, He is good. Shouldn't we expect good to come from Him? Father is not the God of despair. He is not the God of discouragement. He is not the God of disappointment. He is the God who causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him. He is the God who raises the dead. He is the God of hope. Paul enjoined the believers to submit their point of view to biblical authority. His was a very high view of the Scripture's capacity to equip the believers. He wrote, 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching for reproof for correction for training in righteousness so that the man of God may be adequate equipped for every good work The apostle applied lessons from the inspired inscriptured foundational narratives to every disciple for instance, Paul wrote that, just like Abraham, we are justified by our faith. The patriarch's story, referencing God's verdict on his life, is to be triumphantly received by all of us. Romans 4, 23 and 24. Now, not for his sake only was it written that it was credited to him, but for our sake also, to whom it will be credited as those who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. 
Paul also endorsed the scripture's record of Israel's judgment as containing valuable warnings for us. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 11. Now these things happened to them as an example, and they were written for our instruction upon whom the ends of the ages have come. In this passage, Paul encouraged a typological method of interpretation. Example in the Greek is the word from which we get our English word type. Instruction refers to a form of teaching that emphasizes admonishment. A type can either encourage us or warn us. In 1 Corinthians 10.11, Paul was emphasizing warning. The scriptures can be used to encourage us to continue going forward, or they can warn us to amend our ways, lest we suffer the consequences of disobedience. Yes, the word can be usefully used to warn us. However, Romans 15.4 directs us to deliberately view God's word as a means to encourage our hearts to hope. For our purpose, the direction of these meditations will urge the reader to view the scriptures as a hope template. That does not mean that this is the entirety of the Bible's message, but it is an important emphasis and one that is needed. Hope is always applicable to those who know they are beloved by God. It is the final verdict of all Father's activity. All creation is destined for godly expectations actualization. The cosmos enters into a new phase of existence at the time when biblical hope is finally realized. God wants that eschatological pattern to be demonstrated in our lives in the present age. He loves us and will reveal his goodness through us. Right now, let's concentrate on a story of someone who battled unbelief and received the results of an impossible promise through the diligent, deliberate exercise of confident expectation. Let's review what Paul wrote in Romans about Abraham. Romans 4, 18-21 In hope against hope he believed so that he might become a father of many nations, according to that which had been spoken, so shall your descendants be. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body, now as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, yet, with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Again, we find the symbiotic synergy of faith and hope. Abraham's hope was challenged by his circumstances. His victoriously maintained expectation is described as hope against hope. One exercises hope against hope when the Lord has spoken of his determination to reverse, restore, or transform a certain circumstance, and it looks completely hopeless. However, because of God's word, the recipient of the promise, hope expects the situation to change despite every evidence to the contrary. God rules, and God overrules. 
Notice, Abraham had no power to bring the promise to pass. He had no earthly reason to hope, yet he embraced and strengthened his expectation. Many of us find ourselves in similar situations. We believe that we have a promise from God, but each and every circumstance is arrayed against its realization. This sacred narrative was pointed out by Paul as a paradigm of triumphant, resolutely maintained hope anticipation. Let's give this our attention. Herein is an example of the scriptures being the means of our hope being empowered. Listen again to Romans 15.4. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. When we consider this part of Abraham's life, we find reason to hope and a method to sustain our hopes. We are children of Abraham, and just as the Lord did with Abraham, God will fulfill his word. We also find a pattern of how to maintain a living hope. The writer of Hebrews used the same illustration, Hebrews 6, 11-15. And we desire that each of you show the same diligence so as to realize the full assurance of hope until the end, so that you will not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made the promise to Abraham, since he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply you. And so, having patiently waited, he obtained the promise. Look at Abraham. He was not sluggish, wishy-washy, or focused upon the impossibilities. Listen to Romans 4, 20 and 21. With respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. We have been exhorted to imitate our patriarch's faith. His faith was the foundation of his hope. It was the reason for his confident expectation. He maintained hope anticipation throughout actively waiting on the Lord. Abraham was not lethargic. He was enthused. He did not invite doubt into his heart and fellowship with unbelief. His faith did not wither. It grew. I believe he waited on the Lord in worship and continually convinced himself of God's power to perform his stated purpose. Here is the apostolic encouragement which can be applied to each of our lives. Hebrews 10.23 Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Let's treasure his word and ask God for the help of his spirit to make those scriptures catch fire and burn in our hearts. After all, Whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. Romans 15.4 
the glorious Father of our Deliverer, Jesus, will help. Romans 15.13 Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love and his latest, Hope Again, Strengthening the Anchor of Your Soul, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.